The Steve Warren Project. Sports and whatever. Oh, from the Canadian frozen tundra, it's the SWP Tales of Sports and Whatever. Steve Warren, Jim Jerome, thanks very much for listening. If you're enjoying the SWP, please spread the word to your friends and family or your enemies. Maybe you hate the show and you want to torture them. Share it with them as well. There's, as they say, no room for description on the score sheet or the download count. James, how are things today? Stevie, you got to line up. Uh, you got to line up. Here's what we're going to do. Someone in Ottawa got to line us up to come into their workplace. We'll do a show. I'm dying to do a live gig, Steve. Okay. I haven't done, I've done one or something in the last two years. I've been booked for several and then they all got canceled, of course. Right. Of COVID. Let's get live, Stevie. Let's do something live. Uh, anyway, Stevie, woke up this morning. Uh, remember I lost my heat a few months ago? Uh, uh, vaguely, really, vaguely. Yeah. I got up this morning, Steve, and my thermostat went all wonky. Okay. And uh, I went, oh my, oh my God, I'm boiling to death here when I climbed out of bed. Uh, it, it somehow, Steve, went to 31 degrees. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's and ran hot. all night. And ran all night. Yeah. It was like a, like a sauna, Stevie. You must have woke up in a pool of your own sweat. I did. I did. <laughs> oh, did I wet myself here? What's going on? <laughs> I peed the bed. Oh, no. Because yeah, that happens a lot. So I see right. what, what you equate it to. It does, you know, it could be many, many things, Stevie, with me. So anyway. Uh, I'm all good. How are you, Stevie? What's going on? Uh, What's happening? I am What's very good. Yeah, I just got a new thermostat. It's funny you mentioned that. I got one of those nests that I can actually control from my smartphone. So oh, in no. the past, the you know the furnace would get going, and in the middle of the show, I'd be like, oh, God, I got to go downstairs and turn off the thermostat. Well, now I can just actually uh, get on my smartphone here and turn it down, and off it goes. So it's very right. handy. I'm not sure it's... Uh, not sure it's working to its peak capacity with this leaky house that I'm in, but uh, still cool to have. I've I've always told you, Steve. You know, I wish because uh, um, you would be the guy who could help me with this stuff. Um, the biggest turn on, Stevie. Do you want to know what my biggest turn on is? Mm, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know okay, if the listener it'll, does it'll either. Surprise you. Okay, it'll surprise you. It'll surprise you more than anything. When, for example, I have a problem in my house right now. Okay, I can't work. The thermostat is broken. Uh, you know me with with trying to do anything technical or reading an instruction manual, Steve. Yeah, I break out in hives. Okay, ain't gonna happen. Okay, ain't gonna happen. Uh, so I'm loving being a renter, Steve. Right? Because I sold my house at the last minute. I wasn't gonna. A guy bought it, and then typical me, I went. Oh, that's great. I, now where am I gonna go? Right? I did didn't quite have a plan there, Steve. Okay. <laughs> and and all my buddies, all my, you know, my, all the messages of the world, Steve, that was 35 years ago where I could just show up on their doorstep. Right. You know? So I ended up renting Stevie. Okay. And I'll tell you what, uh, I didn't get I, I didn't get my head around. I, I would keep forgetting that I'm a renter. Because the 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 townhouse I did rent is the identical floor plan of mine. So often I think I'm in my old place. And so when stuff went wrong, I go, oh, Jesus, now what's this going to cost me? Nothing, Steve, because I'm a renter. Okay. So I phoned, the, I phoned my landlord. You got a guy. No, no, no. It's a female. Jeannie is my landlord. This turns me on more than anything when they go like, I said, hey, Jeannie, blah, blah, I got problems. With it. There's no heat. Now it's turned off. Blah, blah, blah. When they say this to me, Steve, don't worry about it. I'll look after that for you. Perfect. Love it. Can't you feel it, Steve? 
I do. I, I'm feeling it big time. Are I you mean, getting no- a rager, Steve, when you hear that? <laughs> I assume you mean party, that I'm going to be throwing a party. Uh, you know, I mean, repairs, maintenance, no property tax, which is not a small thing. Like No condo city, fee. Yeah. yeah. City of Ottawa is like, you're, what are you in for? Uh, probably six or 7,000, depending on the size of your house. It's, it's, a, it's a lot. And you're, I mean, snow plowing, all that stuff. Yeah. So yeah. there's something yeah. to be said I'll for it. I'll look after and, that for you. I'll look yeah. after that for you. I'll take care of that. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Love it. It's the best ever. Best ever. Well, uh, I'm pissed off today, James. Why? What's up? It's a hockey issue. So the Sens beat Buffalo on Tuesday night, five to nothing. I'm glad of that, of course. I always like to get the W, mm-hmm. but I gladly give it up if the Sens could have Drake Batherson, their best player, back. So he's knocked out of the game last night. The Sens are up three nothing. And obviously at that stage of the game, Sabre goalie Aaron Dell is in a foul mood probably. And mm-hmm. so basically Batherson is forechecking, trying to get around Dell, who's got the puck at the side of the net. He knows, Batherson does, he knows he can't make contact with the goalie. God forbid you make contact with the goalie because he knows right. he'll get a penalty. The NHL has a set rule to protect the goalies. He also knows if he makes contact, he's going to have 73 Buffalo Sabres stomping on his head. Right. So Batherson's there just trying to get past, not in any way expecting any kind of contact, not wanting contact. And what does this prick Dell do? He drops a shoulder into him. And so Batherson, basically, again, zero expectation of contact. He's four feet from the end boards. And this third string half wit for the Sabres, pissed off, getting his net filled up, leans into him, and Batherson crashes into the end boards, and he suffers a bad leg injury. No all-star game for you, Batherson. Just total bush league. I know you've seen the video. What did you think? Well, here's what I think, right? That that the league, you know, quarterbacks, pitchers, uh, you know, superstar, you know, basketball players, um, goalies, okay, and your your superstar skaters. You know, I always go to my my own town, right, Connor McDavid. So the league does a great job, right, saying, uh, "No, you're wrong. That everyone is not equal on the ice, and 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 you you can't run amok." And, and start to try and take down your stars. And you cannot, yes, we understand if he's out of his crease, by the letter of the law here, uh, that you should be able to flatten the guy, okay? And if it's, if it's you know, if it's cross-checking or something, you should be able to, you know, cross-check him in the neck. And if you do that, you're going to get a penalty, okay? And of course, we all know that ain't happening, boys, okay? There is, whether you like it or not, absolutely different rule for goalies than there is for other players, okay? And I get that. I get that, right? It's too, it's it's too tough a position to try and fill. Uh, you know, you, you you could send a team into the basement in in five seconds, Steve. You know, if you if you take out their goalies. So all the goalies now, we we have a big meeting with all the goalies. Going, we're going to protect you, okay? We're going to protect you. But I'll tell you what, you fucking can't do is go out there and 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 hit a guy, right? Okay? We're going to give you some room. We understand part of the you know one of the one of the good plays in hockey all the time is when the puck gets ripped around the boards when they dump it in and the goalie tries to make a play, right? That's, that's you know, it's it, it's a it's part of the game for sure, right? And it can make or it can, it can make a big difference how they do it. So we're going to allow you to do that and no one's going to touch you. But for God's sake, when you do do that, you can't fucking take out a player, right? Right. So I'm, I'm on your side. I'm on your side, 100%. It's 100%. They got to sit that guy down and go, dude, what are you doing? What are you doing? 
I want the. I, I'm almost like I'm almost in the camp of just just for Aaron Dell because this is fun, not the first time he's done it. He's done it before. He took a Mark Stone with the exact same play. Stone did was farther away from the boards though, so he didn't have the leg injury or anything like that going into the end boards. He just kind of went in butt first, so he's fine. Mm-hmm. But man, was he hot! And so if this goalie is going to abuse the protection he's been afforded by the NHL, I say strip it. You know, in the games he starts, have different rules for that guy. Keep the other goalie safe, but if this guy's going to abru- abuse that privilege, that protection, then he should lose it. Yeah, I mean, I, it's, I, 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 agree. I, I would be unprecedented. They've never done anything like that before, but I'm in the mode of they need to do something because right now the Sens have lost their best player, um, and it was it was ridiculous that it happened. It's it's a bad play. It's a joke. Um, it's a it's just a greasy, cowardly rat bag move, and he wouldn't have thought of doing it. If he didn't have that protection in place, knowing that the Sens could do nothing about it and he wouldn't have to back it up at all. Yeah, there's no doubt. There's no doubt. You know, if you took Kachuk on the Sens or you took Connor McDavid and these guys are running around, spearing guys, you know, uh, throat punching them, cross-checking them in the back of the head, you know, eventually the league's going to go, what are you doing, man? What are you doing? We're doing our level best here. To make yeah. sure you guys, you know, that, that that there is different rules for you, right? So knock it off, man. Knock it, I, you know, every goalie in the league today might, might look up at that and go, dude, you are, you, you know, you're not setting this up very well for us down the road, okay? You're not. So it's, I think it's not just, oh, well, it's, uh, you know, that's hockey, right? I'm not waking up today and, and listening to anyone who goes, oh, it's part of the game. You know, it's it's in the emotion of the game. You know, it's high speed. So it's just a reaction. And no, 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 no. You got to throw the book at the guy, right? I think, I think so. I threw it out there because uh, lots of people were talking about it. The notion of should goalies who come out of the net to play the puck be fair game for legal body contact, just like any other skater when they have the puck. Because, I mean, I don't ever want to even entertain the idea that just because a goalie's out of his net and he's playing the puck, that you can treat him differently and just freight train him. Like, you'd still be subject to the same penalties, like a hit from behind or an elbow to the head or whatever you choose to do or charging. I'm not saying change the rules around, but if you want to go out there and mess around with the puck and do your thing and you've still got the puck and you're not in your crease, then should they be fair game to legal body contact? And so it was a yes or no question. And 68%, I got like 600 votes over about an hour. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, 67.5% said yes, they should be fair game for legal body contact, just like any other skater. Yeah. I'm, 50, 50, I'm honestly 50-50 on it, but I will say this. If I'm a goalie and I've got these great rules to help protect me, uh, I'd, be, uh, I'd be having words with Aaron Dell because he's the guy that's going to start wrecking it for goalies. Call it the Aaron Dell rule if you want. Right. I, I disagree. I'm, I'm not part of that 68%. I'm, uh, and adamantly, I'm vehement that you, you, cannot, you cannot make body contact with a goalie. You can't. How come? Well, because if you hurt him, Steve, you know, if, if you're a skater, okay, not bad. We've got a pool of guys here. We can call up guys. We can, we can adjust the lines. We can, we can make it do, uh, you know, but, but if you're a goalie, not not every team, Steve, has the uh, is it the platoon system? If you can go with either goalie, is that what they call it? Where you got, That's right. you got sort of one and one A, or or, you yep. know, or two ones, or whatever. Um, but but most teams don't, right? Most teams have you know they're they're going to go with one goalie who's going to play sixty plus games, you know, minimum, right? 
you start to knock those guys out, Steve, you're, you're really fucking with the whole league now. You really are, you know, uh, I, I think. You, you just can't do it. It's, it's, it's an exception. It is an exception. You know, you can't. Now, again, back to no problem. So the goalie goes to make a play. You know, if some guy's rubbing up against him, you know, just trying to get the puck or, or block him from whipping around the boards, trying to get it out, uh, you know, and you have incidental contact or something, that's fine. But you can't fucking go check. You can't spear the guy or you can't stick your leg out or drop your shoulder. Oh, no, 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 nothing like that. We're talking like a hard, good body check. That's that's the kind of hit that's in question. Nothing yeah. illegal of any kind. We're talking about the same way you'd treat a defenseman who's down below the goal line who's got the puck. You'd hit him hard on the boards. And yeah, some people have suggested the goalie should be treated the same way. It wouldn't be like they couldn't protect themselves. You can not play the puck. You can stay in your crease. Um, when you go out of your crease, if this new rule were brought in, and th- that rule was there for many years, a long time ago, but uh, if you decide to go out of your uh, crease, you do so at your own peril. You have to pick your spots. Right. Do I have time to right. get there and not get hit? It's the same way kind of every player measures out their situation as they go play a puck. Am I going to get freight trained here if I do this? Um, and so, so you'll see some guys, you know, if there's a 50-50 puck, they'll stop before the puck because they don't want to get smoked right. by the 230-pound right. behemoth coming down on them. So um, that's the argument some people would have. But I think it's important for the goalie to play the puck because it really does protect defensemen. We see dump-ins all the time, and if the goalie has to – you know, worry about getting freight trained. He's more likely to stay in his crease. And the defenseman who's retrieving to get the puck on the dump in is going to get absolutely way laid all over the end right. boards way more frequently. So not only is there a goalie injury issue, but there's also a defenseman injury issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, there's no rule. Is there, Steve? Like, let's say, okay, you can, you can flatten any other guy, but you can't do it to the goalie. I, Oh, yeah, there's a rule. You can't hit the goalie, period. There's, there can be incidental contact, but I don't know exactly what they call it. Maybe it's automatically goalie interference. I'm not sure. But you are not right. allowed to lay a solid body check, even if it's a legal one on a goalie who has the puck. Well, and the other thing is, so I'm ignorant there about that. Uh, the other thing is, you, you pointed it out earlier, which is which is the unwritten rule. Okay, if if you're allowed to do, okay, you can't do that. And if you end up doing it, okay, it's going to be a penalty. Uh, but it's not just going to be a penalty, pal. Okay, for you, you're not. You, you know, when you you step out, okay, after 120 seconds in the box, thinking about what you've done, we'll help you with that. We're going to yeah. help you with thinking what you've done as soon as you freaking step on the ice, right? So. It's so um, disappointing for Drake Batherson, though. I think about him and his family. Totally. They're all loaded. They're all loaded up to go to the All Star game. His first All Star game. His dad was going to go with him, and now he's replaced today by Brady Kachuk because he's got a what looks like a serious leg injury. I haven't heard, heard how long he's going to be out, but that will, mm-hmm. you know, at least by the sound of it, take him into well into February. And um, meanwhile, you've got a suspension coming down for Aaron Dell in all likelihood. But who cares? This is a goalie who is whose personal record is one eight and one on the year. The Sabers have gone through about seven goalies. He was in the minors earlier this year, so I don't think that does much for the Ottawa Senators or for Drake Batherson if he gets suspended for two, five, seven games, whatever it is. Who cares? He's not. Well, a, that's what makes it even dumber. You yeah, know? It, you know, it, it's it's a little different, Stevie. Uh, you know, if you're if you're the All Star goalie, okay. It's a little different if you go out there and make that mistake and you're going, okay, dude, you're hurting the team here, okay? Yeah. 
now you're going to get suspended. You're our number one guy. But for this guy to go out and go, I'm going to do that because, uh, you know, the team needs me. Nah, fuck, they don't. <laughs> you <know>? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, uh, well, even in fact, then- we, were think- we were thinking of sending you down. Now you've made it easy. You're out for eight games. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and Dell, like, I mean, Dell almost admits what, you know, what he had done. He, he basically, his quote after the game was, oh, I'm just stepping into his lane to give my defenseman some extra time. So he's admitting mm. interference here, and uh, and he's talking like he's a defenseman running a pick, where Brett, well, obviously Batherson would be expecting some level of interference from a fellow defenseman. But with the goalie, all his job is is to stay the hell away from the guy because he doesn't want to collide with him and cause anarchy to break out. And this guy just completely takes advantage of it. Um, so it's uh, it's hard to imagine that as your explanation. To me, it's like. You're a, like a punter in football. Right. Yeah, good point. You're not allowed yeah. to hit the punter when he's punting, so everybody avoids him, like the plague. And what Dell did was the equivalent of a defender coming in to block a punt, and then as he sort of veers away to avoid the punter, the punter basically clotheslines him with a forearm right. to the throat. Right. He said, well, right. I'm not expecting any contact from this guy. I was I was a sitting duck here. And that's what happened right. to Batherson. Yep. I, I agree. I agree with yeah. all that. Let us take a timeout. We need to take a timeout and uh, back Fine. with. Uh, time. I can't do this all day. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, baseball's Hall of Fame only grows by one. There's some huge names that basically uh, will not be getting into the Hall of Fame. So we'll talk about that coming up after these words. Everyone knows that to get the best price on home and auto insurance, you have to shop around. But who really wants to do that? With access to all kinds of insurance markets, not only can I get you the best price, but I'll also make sure that you get full value for your money. Call me. I'm Jared Gerard, All Insurance Ontario, your modern boutique broker. Jim K. Ford is your Ottawa-certified pre-owned Ford dealer. They remove all the worries with a 12-month, 20,000-kilometer limited warranty coverage, a vehicle history report, purchase financing rates from 1.99%, 24-hour roadside assistance, and a whole lot more. Now that is peace of mind when you're getting your next vehicle. Check out JimKFord.com today. They're at 1438 Uville Drive in Orleans. And we all know home prices remain sky high. If you're curious to know what your home is worth in a blazing hot market like this, you should call the Glen Walton Real Estate Team today for a free no-obligation estimate. You'll be shocked to learn what you could get for your home and what similar homes are going for in this market. So call the Glen Walton Real Estate Team today at GlenWalton.com. I see Glenn's gone back to the homeland. He's a... spending a little time I saw, yeah. I've been over in England. Yeah, I mean, you must be... Uh, Hope we don't um, lose him. You know? well, no, no, he's coming back. He's uh, just visiting with family. So the Major League Baseball... Well, it's not Major League Baseball. It's the Baseball Hall of Fame, the class of 2022. It's got one name, and that is David Ortiz. Mm-hmm. Big Poppy is the only guy going in, and I think we all agree that was a slam dunk. What is more of a discussion point is the people that will not be getting in. Four of the game's most prolific players from the David Ortiz era, or at least at least part of it, Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens, Sammy Sosa, and Kurt Schelling, they all fell short of receiving their 75% of votes in what was their 10th mm-hmm. and final year on the ballot. What, oh. do you th- what do you think of names like that not going Cooperstown? Well, I don't think they should ever be eliminated. Uh, you know, whether they reach the 10-year deadline or not, um, I, I think they always got to be out there. 
does that mean Steve they'll never ever get in uh, if they don't make it through 10 years without getting nominated? I think there's like a veterans category way down in. the road or something like that. I don't know if they're 100% out forever, but Well, I was watching one yesterday on YouTube where they had the and you, we all know this scene, Stevie. Uh, it was one of the great pictures for the Yankees. I forget his name and he's sitting on a couch. Okay, and he's 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 flagged by family and children on the left side and more kids and family on the on the right side and he's got a cell phone in front of him and it rings and you know it's the call okay from the hall as mm-hmm. we say stevie the call from the hall um i've got to forget who it was I, I i thought he was going to be picked but it wasn't ortiz anyway they call and they go hello i'm i'm looking for uh juan he goes yeah this is juan and the guy says it's uh it's uh, bobby gallardo from the hall of fame right and I told you I'd be making this call five years ago, right? And so you kind of, it, it's when, it, when you watch it, right? I'm, I go, this, this is kind of moving, you know? Uh, and it's, you know, it's unbelievable, right? You can see what it means to these guys to get in, right? What I'd like to see, Steve, one day is the family there. I love, it's like the big reunion shows on Oprah. I love them, okay? I love them. What I'd like to see is the family gathered around. They got the cell phone. The phone rings, right? The guy throws it on speaker, and they go, "Hi, it's uh, uh, you know, this is Xavier Gallardo calling, okay? I'm the executive director of the Baseball Hall of Fame. I told you one day you'd be getting a call from me. Sorry, pal, you're not in. Click. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> maybe it's an April Fool, Stevie, or not, but maybe it's the real deal. Every once in a while, I gotta have fun here. You know, I only get to call guys when they get in. Yankee um, pitchers, it might have been. It could have been Randy Johnson, Mike Mussina, or Mariano Rivera. I, th- I think it was Mariano Rivera. Okay, yeah, who, yeah, who they uh, who they had that scene on, but um, yeah, you know, we have we have this talk all the time in hockey, right? About about the Hall of Fame, who should get in, who shouldn't. Uh, it's, it's always a lively discussion. Yeah. Um, but when you bring the, if you didn't know background, Stevie, if you didn't know background stories, um, Sosa's, uh, Sosa's a no-no because of the steroids for me. Okay. You cheated. You can't. Clements, uh, Schilling, what's, what's their story that they're not getting in, Steve? Well, as with Sammy Sosa, Roger Clemens connected to steroids as well as, of course, is Barry Bonds. And Schilling is the interesting one because he's never been connected to PEDs. What his deal was is he's had so many way out there political things that he has said and done that I think that it's left a, a bad taste in the voters' mouths and uh, got to the stage. I mean, he's a slam dunk as far as his baseball career goes. He's yeah, one of the greatest pitchers ever, and he could be in there. That would be the only one, I think, where I would say, should your political leanings and your brazen commentary factor mm-hmm. in to your Hall of Fame candidacy? Because you didn't cheat the game at all. At worst, you, in the eyes of some of the voters, or most of the voters, I guess, you were a jerk off mm-hmm. the field. Does that make you someone who's exempt? You didn't commit any crimes, as far as I'm aware of. So that's a that's a a tough one for me. But when you cheat the game like that, you've already had the wealth and the fame that Bonds, Clemens, and Sosa, and the glory of setting records and such. You've had enough. You know the the Hall of Fame. You're probably not worthy of that if you basically cheated your way through your career. Yeah, I I, I don't I don't think it should have anything to do with whether they get in or not. I I really don't. You know, 
short of being criminal, okay? Short of being criminal. Uh, you know, the other day, Stevie, Ben Roethlisberger probably played his last game, okay, for Pitt. Um, and they, they at the end of the game, everyone had signs, right? They, they figure it's his last game. You can feel it coming. And there was no ifs, ands, or buts, Stevie, but he's going into the Hall of Fame. I, you probably saw the game, right? And the, I did. You remember that. And I'm going, wasn't there a little thing there a few years back about him with some accusations? And uh, I seem Bathroom to- stall. Yeah, right? So uh, no, no talk of that, Stevie. You know, there was no, well, hopefully he gets in because, not, you know, off the field, you know, Tiger Woods, right? If you did that to Tiger, um, you know, from, from the way he was going on for years and years, uh, his, his, his activities off the, away from the golf course, you know, how he, how he conducts himself away from the golf course. Well, you know, he almost killed some people. He was speeding in his car, you know, so he's not, he's not, he's not uh, obeying to the law. So now what? Now what? You know, so my answer anyway is it should have nothing to do with that. It should have nothing to do. But obviously it does, Steve, right? Well, Tiger Woods, if he was proven to have been connected to steroids, that might be an interesting discussion. But everything else pretty much puts him in the Kurt Schilling category where it's more of a, I guess, a morals clause, but not a crime break, not a Mm -hmm. cheating situation. So... It's when you start cheating the game where baseball writers get, they've always had their backup about that kind of thing, um, and rightly so. So I'm okay with the cheaters not getting in. It's more the shilling discussion. And I think, again, if you were going to have that discussion about Tiger Woods and, and golf writers saying, well, I didn't like the way he cheated with a, you know, over 100 women on his wife, and I, I didn't like that car accident, and I didn't like this, right. his relationship with the media. I thought he was standoffish or whatever you want to drag into the the discussion or he voted for Trump. Right. Yeah. Whatever. So, um, yeah, I, I'd be inclined to put shilling in there, maybe plugging my nose a little bit when I do it, but I'd probably try and separate that from, from major league baseball, but the writers can't seem to do that because he, uh, he goes through his 10th ballot and he is not in. So that is that. Evander Kane, Stevie, if he comes back to play, uh, you know, he's good, right? He potentially could be a Hall of Famer. He's he's good enough, right, Stevie, to be considered? Probably. If he- uh, I don't think so. But he's still a young man. If he pumps out six or seven eighty-point seasons in a row, then I would never say never. Then. So if he did pump out the numbers, Steve, if he did do what uh, any uh, anybody else ahead of him have have the same stats, who got in? So you're going to say, okay, well he'll, he'll get in, right? But now it's like, hmm, hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm not going to vote for him because of this stuff off the ice. I, I, I kind of disagree with it. And then you measure out the people that are already in the Hall of Fame, and they, they're not all squeaky clean in there. Let's be honest. Mm-hmm. Certainly, one of the most famous names in baseball history is Ty Cobb, and uh, that guy did some terrible stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, don't have the laundry list. Don't have the laundry list of the things he did in front of me. But I remember reading it, going, "Oh my god, this guy does not sound like a very good person." Now, um, who should be Stevie? Who should be for sure? I don't. I'm, I'm assuming he is. Uh, is Will Chamberlain, Stevie? We know his statistics, Steve. Okay, that he threw out there. Oh yes. Was it ten thousand women, Steve? Twenty thousand. 
Okay, that is a first ballot Hall of Famer, my friend. Okay, no, I'm not sure which Hall of Fame, but uh, do they have a Hall? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Ron Jeremy presenting the award yeah. for yeah, that's right, that's right. <laughs> the Plowing Hall of Fame. Yeah, he's a, going in the plowing category. <laughs> Just around the corner to the left. Yeah, we got all the plowers. Okay, they're up there. Yeah, they're plaques on the wall. Go take Where a picture. have all the plowers, the plowers gone. gone? Yes. Yeah, they're in the Hall of Fame. All right. Well, the call it quits right there. the stilt. Stevie was his nickname. Yeah. Didn't wilt mm. very much. No. No, no. All right. Let's take a timeout. And when we return, it's final thoughts. And I've got a bit of a mea culpa as well after these words. Trucks and minivans cost less to insure than small cars. You get a better deal on home insurance if you have good credit. The biggest insurance brokers are owned by insurance companies. I'm Josh. Make sure you choose a broker who has your best interest in mind. All Insurance Ontario is independent, family-owned, and has your back. Text me at 613-860-6008 to get on our team. All Insurance Ontario, your modern boutique broker. Reignite your love for driving with a new Ford from Jim K. Ford. Take a test drive today and see all of the latest innovations available for new Ford vehicles. And for your comfort, if you're in the market for a new or pre-owned vehicle, Jim K. Ford will be happy to bring a vehicle to your home or place of work for a demonstration and test drive. Jim K. Ford in Orleans or JimKFord.com. Don't forget our website, SteveWProject.com. And before we go in final thoughts, I know I, uh, I probably rubbed some people's noses the wrong way about my discussion about Canada's Olympic hockey team. So I just wanted to chuck that out there, that I didn't mean any offense to the quality of the players that are going to be on that team. I was only comparing it to the notion of we were all expecting the dream team, the true best on best, and we're not going to get that. So I didn't mean to demean any of the players that were on the roster, so I do apologize for that. But uh, yeah, it is what it is as we head to Beijing. So that's my final thought. Have you got any final thoughts today, James? No, thank you very much, my backpedaling buddy. All right, there we go. Talk to you tomorrow. Okay, good night, everybody. We'll see you. Thanks for being with us on the SWP. Please subscribe today or support us on Patreon at stevewproject.com.